You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Welcome to Traveling While Black. Hey, what's up? I'm Anthony. This is my wife, Marley. And welcome to another episode of Traveling While Black. Yes, welcome back, everyone. As a brief reminder, our show is based on our experiences traveling. And we base the experiences off of how good of a drive it was, how much fun we had, and most importantly, how comfortable do we feel as black people visiting for the first time? We've been living in the state of Washington for more than three years now, and we have never been east of the Cascades. Up until this episode. Yes, yeah, so on this week's episode, we took a trip to the east side to check out the city of Spokane, Washington. We've heard a lot about how the east side of the state is a lot different from the west side of the state. And not all of it has been positive. Yes, but I will say for us, we're pleasantly surprised. But you'll have to see what we mean by watching the episode. And as always, let us know what you think. Finally, after 100 plus episodes and three plus years of living in the state, we finally took a trip over the Cascades to Eastern Washington. Washingtonians have explained to us that the east side of the state is very different from the west side. For instance, like the weather and climate. Thanks to the Cascade Mountain Range, the east side receives less rain than the west side and even experiences quite a bit more sunlight. The other major difference Washingtonians told us about, and we would even go as far as say somewhat warned us about, were the differences in the color comfort level. Still, the reason why we do our show is to find out the truth for ourselves. So Mars and I chose to start with the biggest of eastern cities, Spokane, Washington. And on a Seattle summer morning, we headed east to find out how folks are truly living on the east side. Drive grade. The drive to get to Spokane for us was just under four hours. And even though it was just a straight shot down I-90, it still felt long. But there were some positives about the drive, the biggest being the views. Maybe because it was our first trip to this side of the state, but we thought the scenery on the drive was awesome. Traffic on the day we went wasn't bad either. We could possibly see it being a problem on the west side of the Cascades, but hard to imagine on the eastern side with all the wide open space. Yep, all in all, though it was and felt like a long ride, the freedom of movement along with the beautiful views makes for an all right drive. We give a four out of five for drive grade. Level of fun. Spokane, Washington is a pretty large city and is actually the second largest in the state. When covering a city that only trails Seattle in terms of size in the state, we had to be strategic on what to cover within just one episode. So the first place we picked was a place we thought would be ideal for first-time visitors to the city, Riverfront Park. Riverfront Park is a 100-acre park situated by the Spokane River that includes the second largest urban waterfall in the country. The park offers tons of things to do, like playgrounds for kids, walking and biking paths, a skate park, a carousel, and even pedal cart rentals at the Numerica Skate Ribbon and Skyride building. We went in the Numerica Skate Ribbon and Skyride building, but not to rent pedal carts or to skate, but rather to buy tickets for the Numerica Skyride, which is basically a gondola that takes visitors on a 15-minute round trip past Art Deco City Hall, gradually dropping 200 feet over the Huntington Park Natural Area across the Spokane River in front of one of the falls. I have to admit that at first it sounded and looked 
looked a little intimidating, but in reality, it wasn't nothing to be worried about. It was pretty dope. While there was a little more start and stopping than I expected, the views and experience was worth it. But the best surprise of the experience was the price of the tickets. They were actually reasonable. I couldn't believe it. Yes, the price did seem a lot less than we could imagine it would be in Seattle. After the park, we wanted to check out the food and drink scene within the city. Of course, we started with the drink. For that, we chose a place within Spokane's Court District, Barrister Winery. Located in the historic brick and timber building with the beautiful urban garden courtyard, Barrister Winery is a winery started by two lawyers in the 2000s. As a result, the winery produces highly acclaimed and award-winning wines. Yes, their wine is really good. Not only do they offer great wine, they also offer great atmosphere by featuring artwork by local artists, a stage, and an abundance of space. Um, it's a great, great spot for events. After the drink, we needed to choose a place for food. Spokane does have some good food options from Black-owned businesses like Chicken Mo Southern Style Cooking and Queen of Sheba. But for this trip, we went to the Perry District to check out a new restaurant named Francais. The atmosphere was great and so was the food. And just as great for me was the price. They were actually reasonable. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, it did seem like everything on this side of the state was more reasonable cost-wise to our side of the state. After experiencing Riverfront Park and the Gondola, Barrister Winery, Restaurant Francais, and stopping by the campus of Gonzaga to let them hear it for jacking up our NCAA tournament brackets this year, we were ready to give a grade on the fun level. Looking back on the day, we can honestly say that we had fun, even though there was no way we even came close to doing everything in Spokane. I guess we'll be back. For this trip, we give it a four out of five for level of fun. Comfortability for black people. So here we go. Before our visit, we were warned that the east side of the state will be a good test of our comfortability for black people rating. Based on what we were being told, we were a little nervous, but when we got there, we were really surprised. First of all, we've seen quite a few other black people. I don't know the numbers compared to Seattle, but in Spokane, it seemed that we would come across more of us more often than we would in Seattle. The other thing was the friendliness of the people. Every establishment that we went into, the staff was very friendly and welcoming, but the experience that really blew us away was when we stopped by Barrister. Not only were we greeted with smiles, but also great conversation and even a spontaneous tour of the building. Special shout out to our new friends, Dutch and Mary, who definitely contributed to that feeling. Now look, dropping into the city for a day is a lot different from living there, so we can't discount what we heard from others' experience. But for our experience, we were made to feel comfortable our whole trip. If they know we were coming. We really enjoyed our trip to Spokane, which to be honest, we weren't expecting, but we did, and thanks in large parts of friendly, inviting people we met along the way. We will definitely be back to Spokane, and for this trip, we'll give a four out of five for comfortability for black people. Most deaf five out of five treatment, but y'all too close to Idaho. Huh? We hope you found this episode to be helpful and entertaining. Be sure to check out our previous episodes. Yes, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And check out our merchandise on TravelingWildBlackSeattle.com. And be sure to reach out if there's anywhere you would like us to check out. Until next time, beautiful people, stay up, stay true, and do you. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents.
Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.